What's up, nerds? Welcome back to Nerds of the Roundtable. Uh, you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to us on, uh, well, any podcast service, really. <laughs> <laughs> as of today, as of this recording, it is February 26th, 2021. And uh, believe it or not, folks, we got a full show today. And uh, let's, uh, well, actually, before we get into any of our discussions, I wanted to bring this up real quick because I'm actually really happy about this. For anybody out there who's like, I know you guys see my, my setup back here. It's like, oh, you, you, you only collect uh, DC stuff. You're not a Marvel guy. No, wrong. Look at, look at this guy right here. <laughs> I got my, my Peter B. Parker. And uh, I just picked this guy up yesterday. I got Miles. Hey. Dope. The dopeness. So I got those two. I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I just wanted to show them off because uh, I'm really hyped. So <laughs> there you go. I'm going to try and get the rest of them too. I know there's a Gwen. Although the Gwen is technically a two pack, it comes with Gwen and Spider Ham. Oh, and, yeah. And then there's a Prowler action figure as well. So I'm going to definitely try and get those. But yeah, I'm just psyched that I got these. So <laughs> just wanted to show them off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now that I'm done nerding out about my collection, uh, get into the news. We're going to start off with uh, a not great story. We forgot, we forgot intros and everything. <laughs> oh, that's my bad. Oh, thank you, Cliff. Thank you. For <laughs> All right, rewind. Play the intro again. I am Antonio Padilla. With me, as always, Cliff Miller, the Red Dog. Cliff, say what's up. Oh, boy, he's going for it again. I know he is. <laughs> Hello? No. Now's not a good time. Hold on. I have. Call waiting. Hello? Is that now not a good time? No. I'll call you back. Hello? Yes. He received a sports telephone. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I low key playing this all day, and then we missed the intro. I was like, "No, I want this." He was rehearsing, I working on that man. I'm like, jeez, bro. <laughs> Did you wake up this morning and you just thought, like, I know what I'm gonna do today? <laughs> yeah, low key, I did. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was like, I woke up and I was just like, "What's my intro today?" <laughs> Wayne's World. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Oh, man. That's dope. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, with us always, Mr. Swagtastic. Swag, say what's up. Hey, what's up? Thank it's you. your boy. Chilling on the, on, the, on the yacht again. I see you've got a, see you've got a visitor. Did you go to the island to pick that guy up or what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, you know. We kind of had plans to hang out, but you know, things have been kind of tight. Usually, but I brought the brought the yacht and said to hang out on the yacht. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I see he's sleeping, like yeah, he tends to do. So, yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's try and get this right this time around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start the show on a not great news story. Which uh, I woke up to this news, and it was a sign of uh, of a, a not great day ahead of myself. So, 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, on February 22nd, which is I'm trying to pull up my calendar real quick so I can remember what day that was on. <laughs> I believe it was Tuesday, correct? Yeah. It would have been Tuesday. Uh, no, that's it's on Monday. All right, so on Monday, okay. oh, wait, terrible way to start the week, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, it was announced that Daft Punk, the iconic uh, electro dance music uh, pioneers, were retiring. And, I mean, this came to a shock, as a shock to me, and I noticed Swag as well. And it's funny, because we were actually just talking about Daft Punk a couple days prior to this. Yeah. Mostly in regards to uh, Tron, because we were talking about tr the Tron franchise, and Swag was like, what are the odds that Daft Punk returns for this third film? And I was like, they'd be dumb not to bring them back. Yeah. This, this new story broke, and I was like, I, the way I broke it to Swag was like, well... I can confirm to you that they will not be returning for the third drive. Just a retirement, which is... I mean, like, it, it sucks, it's sad, but I mean, like, almost 30 years together, almost 30 years of, like, fantastic music, like, I'm yep. not complaining about it. Like, like, yeah, I was down about it, I was depressed, I was bummed, but, like, when you think about all the great material they gave us over those 28 years. It's like, I'm not even mad. Good game. Good game, guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to throw this over to you, Swag. What, how did you feel about this, man? Well, you know, it's like... Because I, I like Daft Punk. I love them. I love the music. And yeah. it was... It was always, like, a good escape, you know? Like, if I didn't have anything to listen to, I could always rely on Daft Punk. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of sad, but, like, I was a little a little happy because, like, at least they ended it on their terms, you know? And, like, nothing bad happened between each other or anything. It was just, no, we've been going for a while and we think it's time to just stop. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I, I get it. I understand. But it does suck that we kind of, we won't be getting any, like, new, I mean, like, for now, as far as we know, we won't be getting any new, you know, music from them uh, anymore, which kind of bummed me out. But, again, like, we've got, like, what, three decades of worth of music yeah. from them, so it's, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, Cliff, what about you? No, I, I mean, I've, I've been listening to Daft Punk since, like, 1999, 98, 99. So, yeah, to me, it's just, like, this incredible journey of just listening to this great group. And this is at a time where I used to walk around and say, like, I hated everything about France except Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's just it's, those guys are so iconic, and like they're always gonna have a place in the world. And when they won uh, album of the year, it was just like one of my favorite things like all, all time. So yeah. you know, to me, it's yeah. it's sad, it's bittersweet, but I'm glad that like you know, just like Flag said, I'm glad they're ending it on their terms and not like somebody else's terms or even like bad Fallout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's what it was to me too. It's like, well, if they're just if. Because I'm glad you brought that up, Cliff, because that's what I want to talk about, too. It's like their last album that they put out, Random Access Memories, won 
all the Grammys that year, and it's like, uh, yep. honestly, if I was them, I'd be like, where do we go from here, man? Like, we, yeah. we had this career, you know, we did one of the most celebrated film scores of all time, and yep. like, now just won all these Grammys for this record. We can only really go down from here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I think it was smart that they were just like, ah, yeah, let's just call it quits here. Yeah. So, I like, do yeah, want to bring up that because remember we were talking about it because we were going through that whole Tron thing of just excitement and hype yeah. behind the franchise. And I brought up to you the whole. Uh, like synthwave and vaporwave thing that's been going on recently, yeah. And how I was like, it, when you really think about it, it, both the original Tron and Daft Punk's score for Tron Legacy really kind of paved the way for this whole thing to happen, and it's very like inspired it. Because if you look at all the backgrounds for all that music, and even just the way that music sounds, it's very you can see the similarities. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And also, like, Daft Punk, you know, they uh, I, I, they talk about it, like, you know, um, it's, this is funny, like, we're going to get into, like, music theory now. <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> you know, like, they, they openly were very influenced by uh, Giorgio Morader. Yeah. And, like, his, of, like, the, the arpeggio for his music to make it sound futuristic or even you know just like that general sci-fi vibe yeah and like daft punk obviously they use that a lot in uh their score for tron legacy which is yeah and that that sound it has sort of come to define a certain section of like music uh that's coming out or that has been coming out over the last like what five to five to ten years yeah and it's yeah, yeah, no, I totally, yeah, I agree, Swag, like, you, you pointed out, like, the visual aesthetic and how that that's clearly, it clearly came from the original Tron. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think you're right, man, I think you're on the same here, but yeah, straight up, man. But, uh, Cliff, anything else you want to say about, about Daft Punk? No, it's just, it's, you know, like I said, it's one hell of a ride. The only thing that I would ask is that they would come back to finish up the trilogy for Tron just <laughs> one more time. Yes. Yep. Thank you. I, if, <laughs> if nobody was going to say it, I was going to say it. <laughs> I was wondering which one of us was going to say it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last Ladies time, man. I, just, I, I looked at myself I was like, I feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, Cliff, uh, he was dead set on taking us around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's something about us anyway, okay? <laughs> uh, swag, come on, get in on it. Get, I you can get one in. Uh, uh, crap, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll throw you an easy one, Swag. What do, yeah. we, what do we usually talk about on this show? Uh, that is also the name of a Daft Punk song. <laughs> oh, uh, superheroes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, good job. <laughs> so you, you did it. You swag was like congratulations. Superheroes. Son of a, yeah, it's, yeah. Son of a bitch, he got it. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're a fan of Daft Punk, let us know. What's your favorite song? What's your favorite album? My favorite album is Homework. Um, <laughs> leave a comment down below and uh, yeah. What's up, Cliff? What's up? No, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I think we all have, like, our own favorite. Because just like how you said it, I was like, mine's Discovery. <laughs> Discovery? Flag, what about you? Human after all, man. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, we all love the Tron Legacy soundtrack. That's... Yeah, that one's... That's on all of our... <laughs> like, put that one aside. <laughs> What's your favorite Daft Punk album? Let us know, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, there it is. Uh, we love Daft Punk. And, uh, yeah, so, ah, around the way. Now I'm going to start singing Daft Punk music. I can't do that. Okay, we'll get demonetized. <laughs> I mean, you can sing it way off key and you'll be fine. <laughs> do a real bad rendition yeah. of it. All you have to do, no, you don't have to do better, man. Just make sure it's just harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I feel like that's going to be, like, the whole point of the show now today is just going to be... How many, how many, how many, how many can we force in? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be a few, but, uh, you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so the next story I want to bring, not really a story and not a whole lot of details, but I do want to mention it because I know we're all hyped. Harley Quinn season three, they, uh, they did finally, the cast has finally started to record uh, their voice sessions. So I'm really excited. Cannot wait for season three, uh, season one and two, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Uh, I was quoting it all day today. You can ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Cliff, uh, one of I know one of your favorite quotes. Uh, Jesus, that's an aggressive form of brain cancer. <laughs> <laughs>
is my fix of serotonin. Like, I love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Nonstop. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, so that's, like I said, the, the cast is uh, recording. So it'll be here soon enough, I hope. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move on to something else. Something that was on everybody's mind this week, apparently. Uh, but we did get a we got the official title for the third MCU Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Uh, this is funny actually because Swag was asking me because one of our nephews, Cliff, did you see like how uh, Tom? Zendaya and I forget the name of the guy who plays Ned, but they they each posted like fake titles. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like people like were going crazy over it. Like thought like as soon as one went up there, like oh this is the title, and people were like this is the, the one. I think the one Tom posted was uh, Spider Man Phone Home. Yeah. <laughs> was, and then uh, the other gentleman, again, whose name I can't remember, I apologize, uh, Spider-Man Homewrecker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of our nephews, like, saw, was it Phone Home Swag? Yeah, it was that one. Thought it was real. And Swag got a hold of me. He's like, hey man, is this real? And I was like, no. <laughs> I <laughs> no, thought so. <laughs> they're trolling us, they're all trolling us at the same time. Because I thought that name was weird. I was like, Phone Home. I was like, why are they making an E.T. reference? Yeah. <laughs> heavy-handed there. But <laughs> to be fair, though. Go ahead, please. I was going to say, to be fair, it's not like it wouldn't flow. Because, like, especially with the characters, like, the way they always, they always like, shout out pop culture references. Like, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have... If someone would have told me, I would have been like, I don't believe you, <laughs> but I kind of believe you. <laughs> like, like, same, I also thought, like, you know, I wouldn't put it past them to use that, because it's... <laughs> yeah. But Tom's Spider-Man is, con like Cliff said, he's constantly uh, bringing up movies and stuff like that, and, like, you know, even Tony was like, if I get one more pop culture reference out of you, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I probably would have believed that one as well. So I think Cliff froze on us again. Oh boy. <laughs> now we got we gotta wait for Cliff. <laughs> Sorry, the future swag break out the hammer, we gotta fix this. <laughs> he is. He's okay. free. Alright. So uh Cliff, how do you feel about the, the official title? No way home. Uh I, you know what's it's crazy, man, is I, I like the fact that we're keeping it on, like, kind of like a trilogy, where we have, like, Homecoming, Far From Home, and at least we're staying consistent with, like, No Way Home. Uh, I like it. Uh, I, I even like the, in, like, the way they kind of, like, teased into it, where, like, they just walked by the whiteboard, and there it was, just, like, out there. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm very curious about if this is strictly going to be focused into, um, you know, just, like, uh, just focus right on the, uh, um, with the ten, uh, damn it, I'm struggling here. Uh, Doctor Strange. So I'm just very curious if that's how, like I'm curious to see how it's all gonna flow together. So I've just been like, I know, I'm just I'm anxious. That's it. Yeah, I'm curious about what's going on with this movie plot wise because everybody like you know we've talked about it 
how people are running wild with theories about how they're going to do a live-action Spider-Verse, and it's like, how? Why? They still have to tie up however many plot points from the last one, like the public knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and like we know there's going to be a Doc Ock and a an Electro, and possibly the Vulture coming back. So it's like, I don't... So... And uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but like apparently Marvel offered the role of Craven the Hunter to Keanu Reeves, and Keanu Reeves was like, "Nah, fam." Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, last I heard, he said no, because he always says no to Marvel. Um, but last I heard, they're now offering it to uh, shit. What's his? I was gonna call him Billy Butcher. What's his real name? <laughs> Carl Urban. Oh, Carl Urban. Yeah, that's a that's a much better fit than Keanu. Yeah. I love Keanu, but there's just certain roles Keanu cannot do, and I think Craven is one of those. And I think Carl Urban is actually not a bad pick for it. I don't think Carl Urban's a bad pick either, but also I feel it's a little. I feel like people just saw him as Butcher and were like, "Look, he's got the beard; he could be Craven." And, can... and like, Carl Urban is a great actor. I'm not saying he's not, but I mean like. Eh, you know. I mean, if he gets it, cool. If he doesn't, whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Um, Swag, what about you? How do you feel about the How do you feel about the title? How do you feel about the movie in general? Because I know you... Uh, did yeah. You, uh, Far From Home yet, or no? No, I'm still... Yeah, I still have not seen it. <laughs> I know why you're asking, because, like, I, I was telling yeah. you about, like, that whole conversation, how it might have ended, and how we might have... Yeah. And, our nephew might have ended up watching it. We didn't, because um, we ended up talking about other things and kind of agreeing that MCU Spider-Man isn't like we weren't like trashing it, but like we both agreed like it's not the best interpretation of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so we were just like, yeah, no, I. He was. He was like, yeah, I understand why you didn't want to watch it and why you kind of don't feel the, the have the interest to see it. So yeah. we didn't. But, and that's the funny thing about the title, too, because I, I brought it up, like, the next day when the official title was revealed to him. And I was like, so what's up with the home thing? Why do they need to have home in the title? <laughs> well, it started with homecoming. And yeah. that one is appropriate, because it's yeah. like Spider-Man joining the MCU. Plus, remember, there was the whole thing about him asking what's-her-name to the homecoming dance? Yeah. So that made sense. And then, like, the sequel, Far From Home, because he's overseas. He's literally far from home. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was like, I was like, can we maybe not do that for the third one? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But they did it anyway. Yeah. Um, just, like, I think we can glean a little bit about the plot. Because, like I said, like, if they're... They've got to tie up that loose end, right? Everyone knows who Spider-Man is now. So he's probably on the run. Yeah. Hence, there's no way for him to go back home. So Yeah. That's, wh that's what I'm thinking, but yeah. So you mean yeah. something that Marissa Tomei is not going to be in this movie? <laughs> I'm sure she'll be there. I mean... I was like, because I'm not watching them. They got to play up all those dumb jokes about how her and Happy are getting it on nowadays, so... <laughs> They do. <laughs> I, you know what? I agree with you that they're dumb jokes because my name's not being mentioned in it. <laughs> I, hey, I'll take it. 
<laughs> Fuck you, happy. Right, Marissa Tomain should have been mine. Like, but it is what it is. It That's is. my Aunt May. It is what it is. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, you know. Tony died so you could take the rollover, dick. <laughs> hey, Tony, Tony died so that Happy could marry Pepper like he did in the comic books. Stay away from Aunt May, Happy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Leave Aunt May alone. <laughs> Stay away from this, Aunt May. This is funny because you remember in the the one Spider-Man animated series with Trey Felt, you remember there was a whole episode where Principal Coulson ended up going on a date with Aunt May? <laughs> uh, I do. What is with them, like, hooking up Aunt May with everybody? And Peter was trying to sabotage the date. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Like, not that, I, not that I'm opposed to Aunt May getting out there again, but, like, does, do you have to hook up with people who work with your nephew, like, yeah. like. Also, since you brought up Coulson swag, something I forgot to ask you, Clip, and this has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Uh, it does hook into Wandavision, though. So I was like, should I save it? Should I bring it up now? I'm just gonna bring it in now because, like, don't don't get into any of the plot. Just a simple yes or no. Do you think Agent Jimmy Woo is the new Agent Coulson? Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh, well yeah I mean I really I want that to be a thing <laughs> I really do <laughs> I'm not gonna no, I, I thought about that last week after the show and I was like oh I should have asked Cliff about that because <laughs> even I'm getting that but, and I love Randall Park he's awesome put him in all the things yeah. but yeah so it's like if, if, if they sort of transition him into being what Agent Coulson was Thumbs up, man. That's dope. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, there there it is. We went all over the place. We were supposed to be talking about Spider Man, but yeah, <laughs> we ended up over here. <laughs> we're over here on the Randall Park hype train. So <laughs> yep. get on board, ladies and gentlemen. Choo choo. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So there it is. There's the title. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, do you like it? You a fan of it? Did you guess it? You probably did not. But uh, let us know. Leave a comment down below. Alright, let's get into... We got a trailer this week, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you saw it yet, Cliff. I know Swag did. I made sure he watched it. <laughs> <laughs> we got the first teaser trailer for Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, it will be dropping on Netflix May 21st, and this is our first look at the film. Uh, it's not like a full-blown tr blown trailer mm, in that it doesn't give away a whole lot about the plot. It really just shows off like the visual style and some of the action. Uh, but it, regardless, uh, I'm, I'm super hyped for this movie. I've been hyped for this movie ever since it was announced back in, what, 2018, I believe? And, uh, yeah, I've just been waiting for this movie for a long time. I, we saw a trailer, uh, not a trailer, a poster last week, and, you know, we've seen images and whatnot. The cast for this movie is insane. I don't know if you know who's all in this movie. It's it's bonkers, man. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm going to look up the, the full cast list real quick. But, uh, Cliff, did you see the trailer? What did you think of it? 
I have not checked out the trailer yet, so I'm going to be checking out that trailer. You get my live reaction All right. when I get to All pull right. it up. Swag, what about you? Oh, I like love that. it. <laughs> yeah, like you can <laughs> you can really tell because like this is very clearly like been in his head for a while because you can see a lot of uh Dawn of the Dead in this. Oh yeah, for sure. And, uh, and I'm I mean that's there's nothing wrong with that. That made it even better for me because <laughs> I think the trailer made me want to go back and rewatch Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, which I, in the last like two years I've watched that movie quite a bit. <laughs> so yeah, but like it looked, it looks really good, and like yeah, it's funny because like that happened this week, and then another thing we'll talk about later happened this weekend that it also involves zombies. So it's like zombies has been like popping up in my life again recently. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, it's funny you bring that up because I, uh, one of the comments I saw regarding this trailer was. If I never see another zombie movie before I die, it'll be too soon. And I was like, wow, way to way to just show that you're a hater for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, no, man, like uh this trailer, like you said, man, like it it and like I said, like it made me want to rewatch Dawn of the Dead again. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned it. it's like um, you know, Deborah, Zach's wife and his producer, she she talked about how Zach actually had the idea for this movie like right after he finished Dawn of the Dead. And he's been trying to get it made ever since then. It's just, you know, like trying to find a distributor or whatever, someone to finance the film. It's just taken a long time to get it off the ground. But, I mean, here we are, man. And it's uh, yeah. so excited. I uh, can't wait until we get an actual trailer and then finally the movie. Yeah. And like I said, like the, this cast... You know, we talked about it in regards to the Mortal Kombat trip. Hiroyuki Sanada is in this movie. <laughs> dope. Uh, yeah. Batista, obviously, he's on full display in this trailer. Yep. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt. Anna, De I'm so sorry. It's a Spanish name, and I'm going to butcher it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Anna De La Reguera. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, she's in this movie as well. Uh, Samantha Wynn, who collaborates on a lot of Zack Snyder's movies. Michael Cassidy, Omari Hardwick, Tig Notaro. Uh, like, yeah, man, like, this cast is insane. I, yeah. I, I cannot wait to see this movie. Cliff, thoughts, opinions? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm on the fence. I'm still looking at this snip of Batista shooting... Zombies. I'm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm like. I'm like, yo, Dave's in this movie? All right. <laughs> I shall check this out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, straight up. Uh, yeah, man. And that was, uh, it's funny because I think I told Swag this. I don't think I ever told you, Cliff. We saw a, a, a photo, a still, a couple months ago of like the inside of the vault. Because I, I don't know if you know the plot to this movie. It, it involves like a, a group of mercenaries attempting to it's a heist movie set during the zombie apocalypse obviously and there's a, a vault that they have to break into and we saw a photo of the inside of the vault and one of the items inside the vault is the snyder cut see <laughs> 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 yeah. it in the trailer if you freeze frame at the right time and it's like that's dope man 
That's awesome. I love that. And I, I have to imagine there's going to be a line, probably Batista, where he looks at it. He's like, I've heard of, I've heard about this. People said it didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Theo Rossi was in this movie too. I'm super hyped about that. Yeah. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, man, th- this cast is incredible, man. It's it's a it's a folk. It's packed. <laughs> Swag, what about you? Any other thoughts on this? Uh, no, I mean, like, I, hey, uh, I can't wait to see it. It's a Zack Snyder film, so, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, and, you know, just looking at the trailer, it's definitely a Zack Snyder point. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing that I was really happy about when I saw it. I mean, not that it wasn't going to look like a Zack Snyder joint, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- that's the the teaser trailer for Army of the Dead, ladies and gentlemen. It is dropping on May 21st. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Cliff? What's up? Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't get the image out of my head now of this man winning the jackpot and having gold coins drop in his face while he's being eaten by zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly, that's the type of stuff that Zach loves to do. Yep. <laughs> I was like, that really got my attention. I was like, yeah, this man's being eaten by a zombie. Wow, well, his paintings oh, are pouring on his on his face. Oh, that's the stuff I love, man. I yep. love. It. Oh, it's awesome. But yeah, so ladies, it's dropping on May twenty first on Netflix. So give it, get you know, go. Go check it out. Everybody has Netflix. I know you do. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, here's the part of the show that we're going to do. This is new. We're going to call it the rumor mill. Swag, throw up a windmill with the word rumor written on it. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> so. I wanted to bring up this story. Now, you know, everybody knows, we don't like to report on rumors because we try to only report on things that we can back up with facts. But I felt it was important to tackle this particular rumor because, as I explained before we started recording, this story got a lot of coverage and a lot of backlash. And this is a lot, for many reasons, I wanted to talk about it on this show. So, I believe it was last weekend, after we had recorded last week's episode, uh, the rumor started circulating that Jennifer Lawrence, Academy Award winning Jennifer Lawrence, you know her, you love her, although apparently some people don't now, for some reason, (laughs) uh, the rumor started going around that she had been cast as Sue Storm in the MCU. Now, like Cliff, I heard that, and I was like, Oh, that makes sense. That's a good. That's that's a pretty dope pick. Um, people on the internet did not agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> people on the internet, Cliff. When I tell you they lost their fucking minds, I mean it. Like in the most like terrible, uh, toxic, hatred fueled way. All of a sudden, people st- like you remember when Jennifer Lawrence was like America's sweetheart. That's how I remember her. And, like, people came out of the woodworks to, like, attack this woman when they heard this rumor. And, again, it's a rumor, folks. No confirmation, no official announcement. So, please take this as such. It's a rumor. Swag, put it up on screen. 
Rumor. Rumor. <laughs> <laughs> not all right, and I'm not saying it has been confirmed. I'm not saying it's true. Again, I just want to cover because I saw people uh, trashing Jennifer for like really dumb reasons. Uh, the one that I, I did speak to Swag about this, the one that I saw uh, people were upset the most about, like the reason they were upset about it, Cliff, simply because she's not Emily Blunt and because fans made it up in their heads over the last 10 years that the only two actors who can play Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman are John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. And it's like, we say it before, it's like, you guys really need to, like, temper your expectations. You know what I mean? Like, just because just you've made it up in your heads that that's the only thing that makes sense doesn't mean that's what you're going to get. And I know Marvel likes to cater to their fans, but... I mean, Emily Blunt has been offered many, many superhero roles. How many of them has she taken? So, uh, but no, I just wanted to bring that up because, like I said, I like Jennifer Lawrence. I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, the rumor got started because I guess she flew down to Australia, which is where production is supposed to be. They're uh, supposed to start filming in April, I think, which is soon, which again would also make sense as to they would probably start kneeling the cast down right about now. But, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's true. Uh, it could not be true. She could be down there just because, you know, whatever. She went to Australia. It could be for completely, yeah, it could be for a completely different project altogether. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, that's the rumor going around. Cliff, you have any thoughts on this? How do you feel about it? I don't know. I could I could understand the internet's point of view. I get I get it. I get it, guys. I get it, okay. Her and Chris Pratt were in a movie together. You know, after that, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris broke off. You know, y'all want John, you want John, and you want Emily Blunt together. But then once they announced that there's a possibility that could be Jennifer Lawrence, y'all just saw that was the end of the marriage. Stop it. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> it. Somewhere, somewhere around there, you guys had a short circuit, and you're gonna, gonna figure it out. I'm gonna yeah. keep quoting this song because I just want to. That's not the point. The point being is that I'm tired of you guys fan casting and getting pissed at everybody else for doing this. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. But Jennifer Lawrence is a great pick for this. You know who else I'm gonna throw in there for a great pick? And I know a lot of people are gonna throw some shade at me, and I don't give a fuck. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. I have no problem with that at all. Or her sister, Elle. Elle. She's, yeah. great She's great. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you 100%, Cliff. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Swag, what about you? Yeah, it, you know, like, you, Cliff already got through it, but, like, yeah, you guys are being it, way too ridiculous over this. It is. <sighs> yeah. Don't cast that home wrecker. <laughs> Here, here's here's the quiz. I do want to bring this up since we're talking about uh, Sue uh, Cliff. I want to uh, Swag asked me this question, and I have an answer for it. Uh, but I want to throw it over to you. Who do you think? Who who do you think is a good fit for Mister Fantastic? Oh wow! Jeez, uh, man, I gotta. Actually, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. Toe for Grace. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not like bad. 
I like that. I like that. Um, if I had to take for like another person, let's like off the jump. I know a lot of people are gonna be pissed because be like, well, "Who's a venom?" I'm like, "Shut up, stop it." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so was Jamie Foxx. He's a, Fox. a fantastic actor. Like, did, yeah, I, I, I don't care, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I had to take another name, just like right off the jump, like just to think about it, um. I don't know. I'd have to really. I'd have to think about that, man. Because that's. Uh, there's a lot of great names out there. Honestly, and I would. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it in the '70s house. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Ashton Kutcher. That it's funny that you straight up mentioned uh, that '70s show because my <laughs> pick was also on that '70s show. Although most people probably won't remember, um, my pick: Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's what I'm going with. That's my mic drop. Yep. <laughs> it, and that's such a great pick. And the reason why I was going with Topher Grace and Ashley Kutcher's because they're tall. Like Mr. Fantastic is, it's kind of a taller dude. And just going to love it. Actually, it's not a bad pick. I wouldn't mind that one either. Because <laughs> I was thinking about it, and it's like you know, I hear people when they describe Reed Richards, it's like he's a guy who's got a million ideas in his head at all times. And I was like, who who embodies that best in real life? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, he runs hit record. He's constantly creating. He's constantly got ideas. Like, I I think that's, like, that's, for me, that's the best choice. Uh, and plus, he's a fantastic actor. I love him. So, yeah, man, like, that that's my choice. You know what? I like that pick. I'm going to break the rules. I want Andre Benjamin from Outcast. You know, I'm glad you brought this up. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went there, Cliff, because I was thinking about it, like, the whole Sue Storm thing. I was like, you know what would really, like, you, I saw how people lost their minds about Jennifer Lawrence possibly being Sue Storm. I was like, you know what I would really like to see? If they cast a black woman to play, <laughs> to play Sue and Johnny, just to watch rabid fanboys lose their minds. I would yeah. love to see that. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. feed off of the chaos. <laughs> what if they made Especially like maybe? Like, what if they made everybody though, like <laughs> on the real? Like they just made the whole family is just is black. Let's do that. Like let's let's fan cast that. You okay. know what? So I I would say Andre, right? That's mm -hmm. that's my dude. My thing, Keith David. Yeah. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Ooh. down for that. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Let me yeah. Um, and then let's see, Johnny. Oh God, who would I have as my Johnny Storm? With Johnny's the one I have trouble with because it's like ah, uh, because ah, uh, he's the younger brother, right? So you need to go young. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Shamik more. But like you know, you obviously you get like the the baggage like oh that's Miles Morales. Yeah. But like, but still he's just such a great actor. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think if I was going to, you know, it's funny though because like the only person that really like got me into like thinking about it was uh, John Boyega. John Boyega's good too. Yeah. Oh man. Pretty good pick. Friends. Friends, uh, 
I can't pronounce his last name either. But I was like, am I, do I really think he'd be a good Johnny Storm or am I only doing that because he was Firestorm? Great quality. I like the great self awareness. Yeah, I I called myself out on that. I was like, "Mm, is that why you're doing it? I think you are. mm, (laughs) No. Just stop but yourself I mean, completely. He is a super talented actor, but yes. you know, yeah, I think I think even I would have to be like, nah, he already kind of did that. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, I, you know, John Boyega, that's a good one. I'd, I'd be down for that. Actually, I, I also think he would be a pretty good Mister Fantastic as well. So, yeah, could yeah, go either way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think like that. <gasps> I need that in my life. Actually, I need that in my life now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are going to be like, what? No. Like, yes. Yes, let me get that. I'm, and I'm while d- we're at it, let me get Jody Turner-Smith. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That was my pick for... Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, damn it, Cliff. <laughs> you and me are thinking too alike right now. <laughs> we need to stop hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We know each other too well. Too well. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Uh, how do you feel about the rumor? Go And keep in mind, it is just a rumor. Uh, but let us know what you think. And uh, who would you cast? You know, either way. All right. Let's get into that. Let's get into the next story. This one, I'm glad that this story broke before we started recording. Because at least now we can talk about it on the show. So... This story broke a few hours ago. Uh, The news came out. This is being reported by Deadline, so you can trust this information. (laughs) Uh, Deadline is uh, reporting that there is a new Superman movie in the works at Warner Brothers to be produced by J.J. Abrams under his Bad Robot label, which, if you remember, we reported on Bad Bad Robot is in a uh, partnership with Warner Brothers for the next, what was it, like eight years, I think? Something like that? Yeah, so it's good. they're going to be working together for a while. Uh, there is also a writer attached to the film. I'm probably going to butcher this name. Ta-Nehisi uh, Coates? I, I apologize. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yes, so this uh, is the writer attached. Um, Coates is attached to a Ryan Coogler-directed drama feature entitled wrong answer about a math teacher in atlanta so he has uh he has worked with ryan coogler so he's got uh bona fides so uh yeah uh, other than that there's not a whole lot of details about the project uh that being said i'm gonna throw it over to swag cliff uh is, is a little preoccupied right now swag how do you- <laughs> uh you know what it's since I'm like only now finding out, like I'm, I'm, I am honestly like interested to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, especially with like JJ attached to it, and then like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm just super interested to see who you know who's all gonna end up being attached to it. What actors they choose. Yeah. Uh, and just even like you know what what the story's gonna be like for this yeah uh so yeah i mean i'm i'm excited uh to see where where we go with this definitely keeping my eye on it 
Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, like I said, not a whole lot of details about the project, so it's kind of hard to to really say one way or the other. But uh, Cliff, how do you feel? Yeah. Uh, I like to, I like that JJ is is behind the scenes. Um, he's really kind of the one that brought me back to the Star Trek generation. So like to be in a fanboy again of Star Trek. So I'm yeah. I'm curious to see like how his works go. I mean, he did kind of turn me off of uh Star Wars. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. It is kind of hit and miss. <laughs> yeah. It, it it is, because I wanted to bring up um this is not the first Superman project he's been attached to. He was attached to a movie that did not get made and he wrote the script for it. And if you've read that script, which I have, not good. Um <laughs> <laughs> But mind you, that was young JJ, like before he before he had even started directing his own stuff. I, I and I mean I'm sure after, you know, the reaction to The Rise of Skywalker, I'm sure he's he's probably gonna be playing it pretty close to the chest on this one. Yeah. So, you know, I have faith. I have faith that he will maybe not do some of those things. <laughs> um but I am interested, yeah, for sure. Cliff, what about you? Anything else? Uh, I will throw my name in a hat to play Clark, but I also do understand that I am not over six foot tall. I am five ten, <laughs> or as I like to say to people, five six and six three, depending on what convenience store I'm running from. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, you know, keep me on, keep me in the look. Look, I got, I'm, I'm already repping. I'm already repping. Let's just go yeah. with it. Cliff is dressed appropriately for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's funny that you mentioned that, Cliff, because it's like. I don't think Henry is over six feet either. Like, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's, like, the shortest super... Okay, it says he's six foot one, but I know that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's only, like, 5'10 or 5'11. Because I remember when he was first cast, everybody was upset because he was too short. Um, but oh, here it says, it says six foot one, but I'm like, I know that's not true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, I'm just saying height. Is the, look at Tom Cruise. That dude's like five foot nothing. And yep. they, they managed to make him look like he's just as tall, if not taller, than his co-stars. So. Uh, all right, so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. New Superman movie in the works. Don't know a whole lot about it, but we will keep you up to date uh, as soon as we know more about it. Uh, let's get into games. This is, uh, there's some, some cool stuff happening. I'm going to hand it over to Swag and Cliff because I know Swag wanted to talk about what's happening over on uh, Cold War. So take it away, Swag. Yeah. Uh, so when I think it was, I believe it was last week, the, they dropped the trailer for the, the, the new zombies mode called Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me being you know, a fan of the zombies mode in Black Ops games since Black Ops 1. Uh, this was something that I really wanted for from a Call of, a Call of Duty Black Ops zombies mode. Uh, it's open. It's, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of restrictions uh, that, you know, you would normally have in a regular zombies map. And they also... Uh, decided to give people one week to try both multiplayer and Outbreak mode uh, for free for a whole week. Um, 
if you are interested at all in any of this and you don't have Cold War at all, check that out. It's going to be up until Thursday, uh, March 4th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have Cold War uh, currently, uh, but I downloaded the free access and I've been playing this since yesterday. And this mode is amazing. Uh, I actually legitimately, like, I want to pick up the game now. <laughs> and you guys remember, hopefully you do, I, how much smack I talked about Cold War when it came out. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I don't know if everybody else does, but I remember. I recall. <laughs> So yeah, the, the if this zombies mode can get me to buy the game, that should say something. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, there's like yeah, it, there is access to the multiplayer, but you all know how I feel about multiplayer. <laughs> I haven't touched it at all. I've just been playing Outbreak. Uh, it's just been me and the Doctor uh, Quack, Doctor Quack. Uh, and we've just been playing, but. Later tonight, we plan on getting the rest of the crew uh, to play. Uh, it is a four-player mode, so it's going to be amazing. The blue, the blue crew. <laughs> the blue crew. Yeah, that's new. It's not just boys anymore. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and I, I was curious because I was thinking about it. I was like, Cliff, have you checked it out at all yet? I did. I did actually. I, I was uh, I, when it first dropped yesterday. Um, I was already. I had it ready to go. Uh, I I was kind of disappointed because the way that it seemed in the trailer was like it wasn't going to be just four people. It looked like it was going to be like all 150 people plus a horde of zombies. And then <laughs> yeah. like it was like the last team to survive was going to be the winner. And I was all about that life. And then I thought mm -hmm. it was just the four of us. And I was like, I'm not disappointed. But this is not what I imagined. <laughs> this is not what I expected. Yeah, I, I know how you feel. Just, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like I was thinking it was like Warzone meets zombies. zombies. Yeah. And you got oh my god! I was like, I want to murder people and zombies at the same time. I was like, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That would be pretty fun. I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, like last, like what, like call the mode like survivor or something like that that would be like the I would definitely last that. yeah last team standing in the zombie apocalypse wins and it was oh, and, and i, I will got put it out there too yeah and i'll put it out there too like playing in the game and actually running and being able to teleport from different parts of the maps that was really cool yeah. too so i was yeah. definitely very much appreciative of uh, being able to jump through and portal around um and I, I did like the zombies aspect, like, you know, you got the hit markers, and you obviously had to see, like, how much damage you were doing to them. So, like, you're always going through them, buying new bullets to make sure that your bullets had the most impact. Like, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff in the in, this, in the mode that, that happened. I just, you know, I was disappointed because I didn't get to join, like, 60 other people and, and murder <laughs> them as well as the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I will, because, like, it it depends on, and, like, I will admit, like, it it... Depending on what uh, round you're on, it seems pretty easy, but I got up to, and mind you, this was only with two people, and we're not, like, the most skilled zombies players in the world. We hit uh, round five, which in this mode is a big deal, uh, considering all the things you need to do. We made it to round five, and 
it did not go very well. <laughs> it ended up with Dr. Quack going down and dying fully two times, and me having to run around with a trail of zombies behind me <laughs> trying to keep the timer going. Eventually, the timer ran out. Uh, I didn't die, but we lost, and we didn't get the maximum rewards out of it. <laughs> it gets intense, like, really intense. But I think that's mostly why I love zombies, is because in the beginning, early stage of it, it can be pretty chill, but the more and more you go, the more intense it will become, and the more you'll have to pay attention to what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I was in one of the buildings and I hooked a right and I wasn't paying attention. And I looked left and I got, I got smacked in the face by a zombie and I was like, "Oh God, where did you come from?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are so many. <laughs> this has got like this has like that that authentic zombie apocalypse feel because we got to the like I think around round three we finally started to like really think about what we were doing and like we got that paranoia in us. <laughs> It's like, okay, before, don't rush into rooms this time. Open the door and slowly check. Make sure there's no zombies hiding anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's it's good fun. I highly recommend checking it out if you have the time. Yeah, straight <sighs> up. Uh, yeah, and I know you've... Uh, how, how long was the... It was free for a week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... There, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what's going on over in the the COD community right now. Yeah, <laughs> you got that, and then you got the massive shipwreck that just happened. Yeah, I saw Ooh. that. I didn't get to try. I didn't get to try it, but I did see that happen. Yeah, it's so nice. cool when you're like floating over the top, and it says shipwreck, and it's like it's written out in red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then everybody oh, wants shit. to go play in the ship, and I'm like, yo, can you? Look, man, there's a bunker <laughs> yeah. right next to the ship. Okay, go get go get some toys at the bunker. Let me run the ship. I'm gonna see what's in here. Play in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> like legit, I saw footage of it, and he's not wrong. I saw somebody drop, and you can see. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> you can see all the smoke trails from everybody falling through the sky, going straight for the ship. <laughs> oh man. We That's started on the very northeast of the map, right? And we were moving our way down southwest, right, on the line. And, like, shipwreck was just, like, maybe 500 meters away, right? And we were, we were halfway there, and we're like, dude, we started with 150 people. There's 120 people still on this. <laughs> we are all going for this boat, dude. <laughs> we bailed off with 110 people still in the plane. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, jeez. to say, my team didn't make it into the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it became a massacre, man. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> it sucks, dude. It sucked. It sucked so much. <laughs> oh, man. That's good times. <laughs> All right. Swag, uh, there was also some yeah. banter stuff happening over in Fortnite, which, again... We have to talk about because, and it's funny. Like their latest thing made me think. Ah, uh, oh, I think we've arrived at the oasis earlier than I predicted. But yep. uh, we'll, get in, we'll get into that. Uh, so we'll get into that. But uh, swag. Let everybody know what's happening over there. All right. So first off, let's start with this. Uh, so after 
we recorded last week's episode, uh, yeah. I realized uh, that I wasn't fully paying attention to like my news, people I follow for news on the game and everything. And apparently an hour before we started recording, uh, it came out that the character models and the emotes were of both Ryu and Chun-Li from Street Fighter were in the game. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that happened, like, shortly after on Sunday, they ended up dropping the pack on the store, and I bought the whole thing uh and i love it so much uh so that happens uh you're seeing uh, like footage of the emotes and the character models right now and then i started to hear rumors Mm -hmm. and i was like this makes sense but i don't know how true this is gonna end up being yeah the rumors were the xenomorph was next yeah, we don't know what the xenomorph is. That's yeah. the alien from the alien movies. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, and uh, yeah, that happened like yesterday. They dropped the the pack of both the xenomorph and Ripley. Uh, yeah, and both uh, the alien and aliens variant of Ripley, which was sick. Because, yeah, because there is a difference. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> and if you didn't know, go look at the character yeah, right now and switch between. <laughs> it becomes very noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was... Uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, it was. There was some... There was an emote, and this is where that yeah. earlier mention <laughs> is going. Uh let uh, me, let there's me, a chestburster emote. Yeah, let me take it from here because the, yeah. there's a chestburster emote in the game, and I saw that and I was like, "Yo, this really did just become Ready Player One." Because I don't know if you if y'all saw the movie, there's a moment where the character Artemis scares uh, Parzival with a chestburster fake out, and I saw that in the Fortnite as one of the emotes, and I was like, "Bro, we're, we." Here, here we are. <laughs> so, We're here. We're here yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and also, like, you know, I obviously said, like, yeah, this makes sense. If you don't remember, the Predator was previously added, like, um, like last month. <laughs> Which, if you remember last episode, I did mention your video on your channel, Swag. Yep. Uh, a new the, hunting, a ground. hunting ground. Yep. Which that, that was a reference to, in case you guys didn't go watch it. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it showcased it's, us it's killing the predator, the predator. in yeah. yeah, it's the predator in Fortnite. So yeah, so this was all this stuff was so cool. It was yeah. awesome, and it even like it's like oh you know like no respect for like the actual stuff that it's from. Hey, we give respect when it's due because shortly after, both me and Antonio broke out MVC three. <laughs> And yeah. played it then, <laughs> when the Street Fighter stuff dropped. Yeah, because I was uh, like, I still have a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want to play it? So, and that was that was good times, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I said it when we were playing it. Then I was like, man, I forgot how fast paced that game is. Yeah, 
<laughs> thumbs then are I... still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still gaining back the ability to button mash. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, no, that 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 was super dope. I really loved uh, the Street Fighter inclusions, and uh, obviously Ripley and the Xenomorph. Because like, I even tweeted out to a uh, friend of the show, Ella Dominguez, because you know her and I. We talk about it all the time. We're big Alien and Aliens fans, and I tweeted out, "Well, looks like I got to start playing Fortnite." so yeah it's pretty awesome pretty cool pretty cool all right uh anything else uh nope that about covers it all right there it is ladies and gentlemen uh that's what's going on let us know what you think leave a comment down below all right uh let's talk about something and cliff and i had a discussion about this (laughs) <laughs> I don't want, I don't I don't know about a discussion. We had a little back and forth about it. So news came out this week. I've got I've got the quote right here. <laughs> I've got the quote. Okay. So some uh, this has to do with Marvel, the MCU, and Kevin Feige was at a TCA panel and he made a made some comments. He said I think we target everything we're doing now for kids and adults. So I think your question is more adult or R-rated. You know, other than Deadpool, which has already established itself as a certain genre and a certain rating that we've already said we would not mess with when we start working with Deadpool, which we have. Other than that, we've not ever encountered a story or a storyline or a character's journey that a PG-13 or the tone or the ratings that we've been using up to this point has prevented us. We've never been held back by it. If we ever are, then certainly there could be a discussion to be had now that there are other outlets like Hulu, like Star. But that just hasn't been the case yet. We've been able to tell all the kinds of stories we've wanted to with the tonality and the rating structure that we have now. So obviously this ruffled some feathers, because this implies that the upcoming Blade film set in the MCU would not be rated R. And, like, this, honestly, this does not surprise me. You'll remember, I think I spoke about it on the show a couple of times, where after the initial announcement that they were doing Blade, and after the initial excitement wore off, I, I realized to myself, oh, it's going to be a PG-13 Blade, and that's not something I'm interested in. Uh, and it's funny because in the... The statement he made, he says, uh, you know, other than Deadpool, which has already established itself as a certain genre and a certain rating that we've already said we would not mess with. So he mentions how Deadpool has already established itself as an R-rated franchise. So has Blade. (laughs) Um, All three previous Blade movies were R-rated. And there was even a television series, which was TVMA. So, I mean, you can see how this ruffled some people's feathers, uh, rubbed them the wrong way, myself included. But uh, Cliff, how do, how do you feel about this? Well, when I made my comment initially, like on Twitter, I, it was more of like, because it was New Line Cinema, right? If I'm right? Yes. Yeah, they, New Line had the rights, and they were known for making like those kind of like darker kind of themed movies. But when the rights reverted over to Disney, I mean... At that point, that's why I was like, it's not marketed to me. Which, by the way, 
I I low key I was just like <laughs> For you guys who don't know, I was just like, yeah, it that's that's I mean that's right. And the movies the movie in the nineties wasn't marketed towards me and I still very much enjoyed it. So it, yeah. it's just I guess I guess where I'm kinda laying at is I'm kinda seeing I wanna see where the MAPAA, you know, MPAA where they where they're lying at because it doesn't make sense to me that like they're like, well, if you're killing vampires, like I guess you can knock it down to PG thirteen as long as like there's only one F bomb in there or whatever it is, but Yeah, it's weird how what they <clears throat> deem is like R rated worthy. Like some like I always remember like for instance, this is how weird the MPAA is about certain things. So I'm gonna bring up the two thousand three Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Now, if you remember, the, the theatrical cut of that movie was PG-13. The director's cut, however, is rated R. And one of the, re- one of the distinctions between the two versions is, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen that movie, uh, when Bullseye kills Elektra in the theatrical cut, he, like, he straight up runs her own side right through her, right? And then he throws her. In the director's cut, does the exact same thing, but in the director's cut, he kisses her right before he throws her. And that's where they were like, that's a bit far. And I agree, it is. But, like, little things like that. And also, like, sound mixing. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, sure, I guess you could get away with, like, a PG-13 Blade movie where he's not swearing, obviously. Like, you know, Wesley's Blade dropped F-bombs left and right. (laughs) Motherfucker, you out of your mind? Yeah. (laughs) One of the best lines in that whole movie. God. Um, But, like, you could get away with him like killing vampires right so long as they explode before you see any blood i guess because blood is another thing that gets you an r rating like almost immediately uh i always talk about the alien versus predator movies you'll notice the the first alien versus predator there's almost no human blood in that movie i think there are two instances of human blood in that movie and that movie got a pg-13 rating the sequel, however, has human blood all over the place. <laughs> as <laughs> it should has an, has an R, <laughs> Exactly, as it should have been. And that movie has an R rating. And that's really the only distinction, because the violence is pretty much the same, yep. except that there's excess of human blood in the sequel as opposed to just, like, green blood in the, in the first movie. Um, so, yeah, it's weird what the MPAA comes down on and whatnot, but I would be lying if I didn't say that Blade dropping the F-bomb every now and then isn't part of his character, <laughs> which I would miss. Because like I said, like some of those lines that Wesley delivered are iconic. You know, like, you, you again, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up uphill. Yeah. Like, that's one of the greatest lines of all of time. All time. Like, <laughs> you, but, you know, it's... Ah, it is what it is. <laughs> what about you? How do you feel? Uh, yeah, it's a little concerning. Yeah. But to put it in the words of Maximilian, dude, yeah. if, here's how this could go, right? If they can give us characters and a story that is compelling and in- interesting and intriguing, 
we won't even notice the PG-13 rating. <laughs> yeah. And and that's my hope, right? That's my hope, that we get a good enough story and and characters to pull us through it. But, I mean, yeah. if that can't happen, then that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's that's true. Like, you know, you, you prioritize story over anything else, <coughs> and you'll be fine. But it's yeah. just, I don't know, it really does come down to that thing. It's like, you know, Blade has always sort of been this R-rated thing. Yeah. And I, I don't, honestly don't. I just, I, I can't, I just can't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cliff, what about you? Um, I mean, as long as we could, if we're going to go down the world of, like, the Vampire Slayer showing up, like, can we just get, like, the rest of the gang, too? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Give them different names. It would be great to get that crossover between Blade and Moon Knight. I mean, we know Moon Knight's coming, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. Moon Knight, he's the expert on werewolves. (laughs) <laughs> played <laughs> on vampires although it does like I said like I, you could get away with doing a vampire movie without showing blood but like vampires drink blood that's a pretty yeah. important <laughs> mythology I I don't know yeah the but more- there's been movies there's been movies with vampires where they've like they bit into people and like maybe you saw like a stream of blood and like the rest of the time like they were just like soaking it in so, I mean there there's ways that that Marvel will go around it to cover that, but can we get one scene, just one, where maybe a bunch of the vampires are in a nightclub and there's like raving, and then Please. one poor dude just gets ready to get slaughtered? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I it's love that up. scene. <laughs> the 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 blade soundtrack is still in my rotation. Like I still yep. listen to that. It's awesome. I love it. But yeah, so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. PG-13 Blade. Ow. Is it? Whatever. (laughs) Can't do anything about it. (laughs) Can't do anything about it. That's uh, that's what's happening. All right. So the last story that I wanted to talk about is actually very exciting for me. uh, And I know for a lot of people as well. So it was announced this week. Not only is there a Blue Beetle movie in the works over at DC and Warner Brothers, but we also have a director attached to it. Uh, and he is... Uh, uh, so, to clarify, this Blue Beetle will be the Jaime Reyes version of Blue Beetle, uh, a Latino boy, teenager, whatever. Uh, and the film will be directed by a Latino director, Angel Manuel Soto. Uh, I did pronounce his name correctly. It is not Angel Manuel <laughs> Soto. Uh, Angel. That's my father's name. I know that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Angel Manuel Soto. So this gentleman is, has signed on to direct the film. And he has credits. Uh, let me see. He's currently running... Uh, uh, uh do, 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 Charm City Kings, yeah. So, uh, he like I'm looking at. Wow, this dude has, definitely has cut his teeth. Like his directorial debut in 2015. Uh, yeah. No, just looking at all this right now. Like, yeah, I got faith. 
100%. Like, this is, this is the guy, for sure. <laughs> and uh, people asked him immediately on Twitter, like, is this set in the DCEU? Is this a standalone? He's like, no, it's set in the DCEU. So, hey, that's cool. That's very cool. And um, I already tweeted at him on Twitter, but I'm going to put it out here right now on this show. I am available. <laughs> call me. <laughs> I think I think Cliff and Swag will stick up for me and say, I am Jaime Reyes. I yeah. am Jaime Reyes as fuck. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look around me. Look around. Look, I was gonna bring this up at the end of the show, but you see what I have right here? You see this right here? Look at this. I'm so excited. Cliff, do you know what this is? This is <laughs> no. Michael Keaton. This is Michael Keaton's battering. <laughs> for the 1989 Tim Burton look at this look at that it folds up look at that look at that damn and then it look at check this out oh look at that <laughs> I, got, I got this this I got this this week it ha it has a cool display stand and everything look if that doesn't convince you watch every episode of this show <laughs> <laughs> I am high base okay I am Mexican-American. My father was born in Mexico. All right, just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, obviously I'm very excited about this movie for obvious reasons, but Cliff, how do you feel about this? No, I'm excited, man. I, I just, I, I love it, you know, and it, as much as I would be like, we're taking over, mm -hmm. I mean, it's Blue Beetle, and, like, he's already taken over. So, yes. <laughs> Batman, we're coming for you still. But, nonetheless, <laughs> I'm still excited about I'm so excited for this movie, too. Yes. Swag, what about you? I mean... Lightning. <laughs> Confetti cannon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm hyped. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we've gotten... We've been getting a lot of Blue Beetle lately. And yeah, we have. it's... And I was like, when, when are we getting a movie, like, Come on, like I want to see Blue Beetle in live action, and we're getting it now. So I'm so excited to, you know, to see this. Uh, yeah, man. Like I, you, you know, like I've kind of grown to appreciate that character over the years since he's started to pop up and everything now in like the animated series and that they've made recently and like even in Justice 2 yeah. uh like I, I I've gained an interest in the character and I really I really love him and I really hope that this movie you know I hope it like it it's really good like I just can't wait to see yeah who who they pick hopefully you oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who they yeah. pick, you know, who the cast is, you know, what and what the story is going to be like. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. That that's why I shaved before this episode. I want to show like I'm a lot younger than I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you, Swag, 100%. Um, I just had a realization right now. Like, y'all guys remember? There's also a Static Shock movie in the works. Yeah. Produced by Michael B. Jordan. Like, yeah. Could you imagine Static and Jaime, like, meet, meeting up on screen at some point? They'd be, like, the, the young kids, like, like, dude, we're superheroes. How cool is this? Like, <laughs> that's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. it. 
I, I don't know how long we're going to have to wait to, but I just made up that scenario in my head right now, and I'm like, I can't wait to see that. No, I need to see that now. <laughs> I need to see it. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. We have a director, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just super excited. So, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we will keep you updated the more we know. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into every this week everybody's favorite part of the show <laughs> let's get some tv time we're gonna do something a little different this week though this week i'm gonna let cliff talk about wandavision first before we get into the main course uh go ahead cliff yeah so this week in wandavision uh we left off kind of a big you know big note if you guys don't know it's the number one song on apple itunes right now <laughs> you know we found out all about agatha uh, but this this episode, actually, which was super flies, we actually got to go through the history of Wanda. Uh, and we're not even just talking about, like, when we met her initially with uh, Captain America, but we're talking about her childhood. So we got to see all, like, the kind of, like, destruction. Uh, but it was cool. We get to venture through. And then we got to find out a lot more about who and what happened um, in Westview. So, you know, go check it out. It was very good. I was very excited to see... And then we even got the biggest thing. I feel like it's got to be one of the biggest things that happened in Marvel Cinematic Universe since Tony Stark said, I am Iron Man. Um, her name. I heard all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they finally said it. <laughs> they did. I was like, and, and again, this, is a, this will be the part of the show where I tell people, I really wish I had a dash cam. When I watch, <laughs> get you a YouTube face cam. Yeah, I'm gonna order you a camera and just send it to you. Like Cliff, put this shit in your car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did that. It was like this, and they're like, "Oh, oh, that's what we doing now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. But uh, given for the episode, uh, nine and a quarter, so nine point two five. Yeah, it's really good. I liked it. Solid. All right. Sounds good. Go check it out, ladies and gentlemen. If you have checked it out, let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new television show. And I know all three of us saw it. Because, once again, I'm sure all three of us saw it. <laughs> At least the pilot episode. Right. <laughs> so, we're going to be talking about the pilot episode of Superman and Lois. Uh, now, if you haven't seen it, I'm just going to tell you right up the top, it's good. Go watch it. Yep. All right. Now, when what we're going to talk about, since all three of us have seen it, we're obviously going to get into spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Come back. Finish the episode. I'll give you a five count. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Her name is Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Damn it, Cliff. We're supposed to wait. <laughs> Gosh, I can't help it. Um, all right. So, obviously, uh, we saw, we all watched uh, Superman and Lois. So, let's talk about it, man. Like, uh, Cliff, what do you think of the, what do you think of the pilot? All right. I want to get into, like, the over, the whole thing, right? Um, so, fun fact. I don't think anybody's going to expect to hear this. This was the first Superman show, Superman-related show that I had watched since 
I'm trying to remember what came out first. Well, no, what came out? Animated series or Lois and Clark? Regardless. Uh, the animated series was after. Yeah, so that'll tell you when was the last time I actually sat down and watched Superman just in general. Because, like, I know Smallville, and a lot of people can be like, Smallville, man, it was so good. Like, I know, and I didn't watch a single episode of Smallville. <laughs> I have seen to clips. Fair, so, to be fair, you watched parts of episodes with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've watched parts. But this is the first time I sat down and watched the entire episode, and I'll tell you, man, I was genuinely impressed about what I was seeing. So I was like, you know what, I'll hook around and, and stay with this show. Nice, very nice. Swag, what about you? What were your overall thoughts on the, the pilot episode? I'll, t- I'll tell you what I told you after I, I, I finished watching it that night. Uh, emotions. Yeah. Lots and lots of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great. Like, I, I loved it. And it was... Like, it was... It got that whole thing... With, like, Superman trying to be, mm-hmm. you know, a father and a husband, like... Yeah. Right. They get, like, they, and, you know, like, I, I, again, I felt emotions about it, man. Like, all the way through, even to the end. Uh, so I, I definitely, I loved it. That's, like, overall, it was amazing. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Like, seeing... Superman, like see, like how he has to balance like being a being a husband, being a father, but also being Superman. Yeah, that, that's a great like. It's the thing that struck me is like it's uncharted territory. And, uh, yes, we've seen him be a father in the comic books, but we've never seen that in live action, let alone to two children, because he only has one in the comic. Yeah, yeah. and so to see him. Yeah, it, it, trying to juggle all those aspect, aspects of his life was really, it was it was just so new even to me. And, you know, I do read comic books, but, like, just seeing it in live action is so much different. And it really uh, brought it home for me. And also, yeah, I just had so many feelings, like, because I remember when the episode was over. And, you know, it's funny that Cliff brought up Smallville. Like, I... This show did remind me of Smallville in a lot of ways. Specifically, like, you know, because Clark has his teenage sons, and, like, their whole plot felt like something you would see on that show. And so I was reminded of that show. And I know it's not the same continuity, it's not the same, you know, it's, it's, it's completely separate from that. But when the, when the episode was over, I was like, I, I know this isn't Smallville, but it feels it feels good to be here like i i'm gonna i think i'm gonna enjoy it here you know what i mean like yeah it, I, I had uh, so many just good feelings about it um yeah so i i really enjoyed it and yeah so <laughs> yeah I, I really liked it i really really enjoyed it probably more than i thought i would and i thought i was gonna enjoy it a lot so <laughs> yeah but yeah, so let, let's talk about some of the some of the details about the pilot episode. Like again, some of this is going to be spoiler stuff, but mostly I'm just going to talk about stuff that I thought was cool. And let's get it out of the way. Swag, put it up on screen right now. 
uh, Superman wearing the Max Fleischer Superman. <laughs> oh my god! Like, dude, I freaked out when I saw that. I was like, oh my goodness, they did it! Oh, and it looked so cool too. And the weird thing was, how did we not get like spoilers? Like, how did that not? Because <laughs> that was yeah. a suit they built for Tyler to wear. Like, and we never saw it until the 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 show came out. Like, that's awesome. No, that was super cool. And, you know, obviously there were other, like, there was one I pointed out specifically. Uh, when you see uh, Jonathan and Jordan in Clark's old bedroom, there's uh, the the flag for the Smallville Crows on his, uh, <laughs> on his wall. For those of you who don't know, um, in the comic books, Smallville's football team was never given a name. It was always just, hey, Smallville, you know, whatever. Uh, the Crows, the name Crows, was originated on the television so show Smallville. So when I saw that on there, I was like, hey, <laughs> right on. That's cool. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. There was also a reference to a doctor, Dr. Donner, which is a reference to Richard Donner, the director of Superman the movie. And there was a, I can't remember, Dr. Reeves, I believe, which is not a reference to Christopher Reeve. Because there's no S at the end of his name. Yeah. Reeves was a reference to George Reeves, who played Superman prior to Christopher Reeve. Uh, there was also the Schuster Mine, which is named after uh, Joe Schuster's co-creator of Superman. Uh, and also, I said this, Cliff, I want to say this to you, but you know the, the party that uh, Jordan sneaks out to to go meet up with? Uh, is her name Sarah? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, yeah, yeah, Sarah, because uh, wasn't it? He was he was telling Sarah with an H, and he was, right. <laughs> he was doing yeah. That's right. That party that they snuck out to was that the most? Was that not the most midwestern party you've ever? Seen? <laughs> it was. I, I was like, that yo, was... that looked all too familiar. <laughs> I saw that. and I was like, that is realistic AF. Like I've. <laughs> Again, Cliff, we're gonna be we're gonna be outing ourselves, but I'm, we're adults. Whatever. How many like parties did you and I go to that looked exactly like that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you know what's so funny though is that I believed I be okay, so I believed this version of Smallville more than I did of Nebraska and Star Yeah. No, that's why I bring it up. That's why I bring it up. I was like, oh, I know for sure Cliff is gonna be like, that's yeah. That's real. That's home. <laughs> I was like, Blue Hill? Mm, not a place. Smallville? I definitely believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was funny. That genuinely made me... Uh, it didn't make me laugh. It just kind of made me smile at it. You know, just the authenticity of it. So, yeah. You had yeah. a giant bonfire. There they are, like, sitting on, like, a log. I was like, yo, like, you know how many people I know that did that? And we were sipping Red Solo cups? Yeah, I definitely know. <laughs> Know exactly yeah. where we are with this. <laughs> it was too real. It was too real. <laughs> so, yeah. Is this not high school? <laughs> no, so, like legitimately, I had to bring it up when talking to you about it because I was like, that's too relatable. I know it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, were, were there any uh, Easter eggs or anything in there that you found swag? Because I know Cliff doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, deep dive knowledge but swag what about you uh 
I know there was one that I picked up on, but I I don't remember what it Ooh. was. Because I remember I, I, I was like, oh, hey, and then I don't remember. The other one I remember when Superman is trying to cool down the nuclear reactor, he freezes <laughs> water and picks it up and takes it over there. That, I, I even said it out loud. I was like, hey, this is like Superman 3. <laughs> exact same thing to put out the fire at the, the, the plant. So that was cool. That was a nice little, a nice little. Oh, uh, Injustice Two, <laughs> that little cameo. <laughs> yeah. Our boy Jordan was playing Injustice Two, which is not the first time that game has shown up in one of these shows. I I did yeah. uh, say that to someone. I was like, uh, Oliver's kid, William, was playing it in season six of Arrow. I think. Nice. So yeah, but, I mean either way, it was cool that they included it. <laughs> Cliff, what about you? What's up? Oh no, because I was sitting there thinking about that scene. I I was like, I was just waiting because I knew we were gonna try deep dive a little bit of this episode. I did love the fact that he was just like, oh yeah, he's like, it's great. You're playing a Superman. He's like, Superman's boring. I'm Raiden. I was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> no, and as soon as I saw that, I was like he's Raiden, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw because obviously Clark was going to be like, hey, you know, it's cool that you're Superman. He was going to be like, I'm not Superman, whatever. You know? <laughs> Superman's boring. I was like, oh, he is. Yeah. But I like him. <laughs> you hear the also, gunshot just poof. <laughs> <laughs> just right. You can see the moment where Clark's heart just rips in half. <laughs> yeah. You can see exactly where he got dick punched. <laughs> yeah. And also, one of my other favorite moments was, and I did want to bring this up, because, you know, Cliff is really over, overly critical about the whole, uh, how do they not know it's their dad? Right before that scene, when he's, talk when he's talking to Jonathan, and, you know, he's like, hey, I made starting quarterback or whatever. And he's like, oh, congratulations. And he's like, dad, I'm talking about, it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, hi, uh, whatever her name was. It's like, that's... Cliff, do you not see that's why they don't recognize that their dad is such a dork? <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, like, God, Clark is such a dork to his kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, because what I really enjoyed was later in that same episode, right? The little girl goes, Mom, it's him. And she was like, you see, the horror in Clark's face got me. Because I was like, oh, she knows. And then... <laughs> Yo, and, and big, yo, big shout out to Emmanuel Shakik for being in this movie or show too. I love it. Yeah. But then she was just like, what? And he's like, that's the person you've been talking to online all the time. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I felt bad because he saw, he saw you on his Facebook page. And I was like, oh. Yo, but the fact that she, the way she said it though, hey, that's him. And then just Clark's face got me. I was like, Finally, someone sees it. But see, that's the weird thing, man. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. Because, like, have you noticed it's usually small children? Because that same thing happened in Superman Returns, remember? Yeah. When Jason, Jason is looking up, he sees Superman on the news, he looks over at Clark, and he starts having an asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's always only, like, children who figure it out. But, yeah, no, I, man, there were so many great moments in this pilot, man. Like, I, 
I, I mean, no, like, again, like, we talked about it when we were talking about the trailers. Like, the show just looks incredible. Like, I was blown away by, like, the cinematography and even the special effects. Like, the show looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, like, they spent serious money on it. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the villain for the pilot episode. And uh, obviously, he's going to be the villain for the, the season, obviously. Uh, I actually figured this out pretty quick. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to see the, the, the final twist. But, Cliff, uh, did you figure it out? And if not... Who did you think it was, or did you have any idea what what the stranger was? No, I I I had no idea. Actually, I just wrote it all the way to the end. I was just like, well, they're gonna reveal it eventually, so I'm just gonna sit here and just enjoy this fight scene and this chase scene that's going all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> swag. What about you? Did you figure it out, or were you were you in the dark like Cliff? Uh, for a little bit, I was like really yeah i was like i don't i don't know who this could be mm -hmm. i kind of thought maybe general sod right like that was what i was thinking yeah. but then the more and more i paid attention the more and more it kind of became clear and i was like yeah. oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. so again spoiler alert uh it's lex <laughs> and like i said i figured it out pretty quickly Mostly when he was just talking to Superman, he's like, you know, where I come from, you and I have history. And again, like, that could have been General Zod. I get that. Yeah. And, like, the suit he's wearing is very similar to the, the suit Zod wore in Man of Steel. And I'm not going to lie, Swag, there was a moment where I thought, oh, is this Zod? Is that <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as soon as he was like, like you, uh, my world was destroyed and I survived. I was like, oh. It's Lex, but it's Lex from a parallel Earth. Somehow he survived the destruction of the multiverse. And um, not saying, like, you have to have seen any of the previous shows to, to understand, because I'm sure they'll end up explaining it on the show. But, like, Supergirl post-crisis and even Batwoman post-crisis also explained that certain doppelgangers from parallel Earths did survive and are now on Earth Prime uh, for various reasons. So I was like, oh, it's Lex, but it's it's not John Cryer Lex, it's Lex from Parallel Earth. And then also just seeing the suit up close and personal, like getting a real good suit at it, I was like, that's definitely the Lexo suit for sure. <laughs> like that yeah. there's no doubt in my mind anymore that it's Lex. And of course it's revealed that it it it's Lex. <laughs> <laughs> but which Earth he's from and you know how he survived and how he got here, don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, that was cool. I liked it. I would I would be lying if I didn't say I did say this to Swag afterwards. I was like I was actually kind of hoping it would be General Zod, but it would be Colin Salmon's General Zod from Krypton, <laughs> the TV show Krypton. So then you could retroactively connect that show to this show and that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh but they didn't they didn't do that. But <laughs> you know, either way, I I'm happy either way. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, I can't wait to see where they go with that character, for sure. Um, did you, Cliff, did you figure out that it was Jordan that had powers and not Jonathan? You know what's funny is that because, um, because Jordan was just kind of, like, awkward, I was like, this, yeah, it's definitely him. Like, I figured it out, like, once... Once the pipes came crashing down, I knew who it was. 
Like I got it instantly. And then when they yeah. revealed it, when they revealed it, I was like, yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of figured it was him as well pretty early on. I was like, oh, it was it was Jordan, not Jonathan, because obviously they did the thing where they 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 try to trick you into thinking it's Jonathan, like you know, with his athletic ability and everything. Uh, and I was like, nah, it's it's got to be it's got to be a swerve. It's definitely Jordan. Uh, Swag, what about you? No, I yeah it. <laughs> It took me a while to kind of figure it out, uh, and like a while, like it, a little bit before, like it came out that that was the thing. Yeah. Um, but and then after it was like, ah, yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, the, the, it's always going to be the one you least expect. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't think um, Jonathan is out of the wood. Like, cause, yeah. Like I think, I think that might be like you know, a couple episodes in, like, maybe he, or maybe he already does and he's just better at hiding it, you know? Yeah. Because, again, it would make sense, like, you saw him break that rope with the football yeah, as a kid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, I was thinking about it a little bit after, I was like, oh, maybe he does have his, and when Jordan was questioning him about it, you notice he did act a bit like, he was like, come on, man, you're crazy. Like, he was trying to be like, dude, don't tug on this rope, like, yeah. <laughs> So I, I am a little suspicious of, of him. Like he might already have his powers, and he already knows it, and he's just got—he's just really good at hiding it. Yeah, that's a theory I have. Uh, I did really like the relationship between Jonathan and Jordan, though. I really did, because like oh, yeah. as, as they were, and like as much as Jonathan did kind of pick on Jordan, you did like if you notice, they did watch out for each other a lot on the show. Like you know, John. When they were at uh, the, after uh, Martha's funeral, you know, he walked up and said, hey man, don't you have to take your pill? You know, like he made sure his brother was taking his medic medication. And like when he fell and the pipes were coming out, John didn't waste any time throwing himself on top of Jordan to save him. Right. You know, and I saw that and I was like, dude, that's, that's brotherly love right there. Yeah. Or oh, when he came, he showed up to the party. He showed yeah, up to the party exactly. and started getting to the fight. Yeah, he did not hesitate to throw hands, you know, yeah. when someone was picking on his brother. So I, re I really enjoyed that aspect of the show. Uh, what about, what do you think about it, Cliff? Um, you know what's crazy? Like, here's, like, I, I feel like we kind of have to, like, talk about this because this was kind of cool for me. Um, we didn't waste any time with the origin story. You know what I mean? Like, with, like, Spider-Man, we talk about it all the time, Spider-Man, Batman, like, yeah, we know. I like the fact that it was, like, super, like right off the jump, like, Small or he fell, you know, he's found, he's adopted, he's in Smallville, dad dies, go into being a teenager, and then this is the part that kind of got me, uh, mom dies. Yeah. And yep. I was like, oh, I'm not ready for all this heartache right off the jump. Yeah. <laughs> all this emotion. I was like, what am I watching up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That scene when he got the phone call. And, like, he, like, didn't wait. He just, he gone. And he got there. Like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, that's real. <laughs> that's real. I just, like, <laughs> the dog, too. Clark, how did you get here? <laughs> He's like, I didn't talk to you. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Also, did you notice that was Dr. Beverly Crusher from Starship Enterprise? Yes, I did. <laughs> that 
blew my mind. I didn't catch it until the second time I watched it. I was like, wait a minute. I recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. But yeah, no, uh, like you said, I, I also like that they didn't rehash the origin. I mean, they did it, but like they sped up because it's like, you know, Superman, you know the story. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, I, li- I like that as well. But yeah, yeah. And it could have been like, and if you don't, it, it's, it's similar to how I always, we were always joking like with Deadpool. Like, if yeah. you don't know, there's a whole movie before it. Like, I just feel like if you, by this time you're watching Superman Lois, you've probably watched all the other shows so you should definitely get an idea of what's going on here like it's like if you if you don't know superman's origin like that's on you i guess yeah go back watch smallville yeah a <laughs> or watch any <laughs> or watch any <laughs> superman movie yeah uh swag what about you what were some of your favorite moments like what what stood out to you specifically about the show about well about the pilot uh, definitely, like, the visuals, because, like, it, there was a moment, like, at the beginning where, like, the, the commercial break kicked in, and I was like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, oh, right. No. I forgot. <laughs> and then it was like, but, like, the more and more I watched it, it's like, I still can't, like, this, it still doesn't register to me that this is a show. <laughs> yeah, it's theories. Yeah, no, like, this looks like a movie. Yeah, like, that happened to me, too, the first commercial break. I was like, oh, right, this isn't a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, it's just, that's, how, that's how strong the visual style is. Like, it, it, you forget. Like, even Cliff referred to it as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, like, legitimately, it just, it's, it's great. And it's funny, because I did watch the, uh, the, the half-hour special afterwards. And they kind of, if you ever want to, like, really realize just how different this show looks from all the other ones, watch that special. Because they show you footage from all the other shows, and, like, side by side with footage to, to the pilot. And I'm like, yeah, no, this looks nothing like those shows. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, for sure, man, the visuals are, yeah, good yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, visuals, and then, yeah, like, you know the brothers like that i really did believe like yeah those are they are mm-hmm. brothers like i did believe that like that relationship and the way that they they showed it yeah and it was i was like yeah i can't wait to see more of their relationship and see how that you know develops over this the rest of the series and see where we end up at by the end of it yeah I'm very curious about that as well. Also, you said something to me where, because you saw the, the artwork for the show, like the poster. Yeah. And you said, uh, you said, yeah, looking at it now, like those two kids do look like Tyler Hecklin. I was like, yeah, right? Like <laughs> they found kids who look like they could be Tyler Hecklin's kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. I mean, like, obviously they don't, it's not like a one-to-one, but like there's, a resemblance there that you buy it that those are his kids which is cool also i love lois i love this version of lois i mean i love <laughs> yeah i love most versions of lois but i really like this version of lois like i i understand why clark fell in love with her you know what i mean like it, it, like they did a good job of getting that part across like he's like yeah like obviously he would fall in love with that with that woman like she's 
Also, I thought it was cute when he got the... I think he got a text message or something, and you saw his lock screen. Yeah. And it was a picture of Lois while she was pregnant. I was like, that's cute. Like, that's... <laughs> that's adorable. I love that. Um, yeah, no, I just... I There's so much about this, specifically the pilot, that I really, really enjoyed, and I don't think we have enough time to get into all of it. So... Oh, I was gonna say my favorite part was that fact when uh she was talking to she was talking to Clark and then uh she had made she she's like you might have super hearing super sight but I have super smell and he's like well, I have super smell too I just yeah. have yeah. two teenage boys and you don't want to use it <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment as well because when he said that having two na- two teenage boys I don't really I was like plus growing up on a farm you wouldn't want to use it all that often either yeah. So. <laughs> But no, that was a great moment too. Yeah, you're right, Cliff. You're right. Oh man, there's so there's so much great stuff going on uh, in the pilot. Yeah, I uh, I'm a, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I loved it so much, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Cliff, what about you? Yeah, visuals were great. Tempo was great. Story was great. I didn't like that. Uh, we got all the emotions up and down, just all over the place. So yeah, for me, I got I got to mark it off, man. It's probably one of my probably. Yeah, it would probably be my favorite premiere show um, as far as the comic book world goes. So I would give it 10 out of 10. Nice. High praise coming from the Red Dog. You love yeah. to see it. Swag, what about you? Yeah, uh, like, you definitely a 10 out of 10 because that, it's it's very rare nowadays where it a show can, like, catch me and, like, want make me like want more mm-hmm. and this like i just every, every time a commercial break hit i was like stop i just keep going <laughs> don't don't stop at all i want to keep going let's just get to the end so yeah like i just you know i want i wanted to see the whole thing and it's, it's hard for a show to grab me like that now um yeah. but it and even like just the way that the the characters were handled and the development and all that and it you know it was just it was really good so yeah like 10 out of 10 definitely yeah um yeah i agree so there it is ladies and gentlemen if you haven't watched it give it a give it a go because uh like like you know we talked about it last week when we were talking about reviews or whatever it's like yeah you don't need to have seen all the other shows all 52 previous seasons of all the other which are right behind me on this shelf by the way um see all of those to enjoy this show and we're only one episode in so go check it out man um yeah i can't recommend it enough it was it was great it was a good time watching it so for sure so there it is ladies and gentlemen that's uh those are our thoughts on the superman and lois pilot episode and uh I know I'm going to keep bringing you uh, reviews on the show going forward, so stay tuned for that. All right. That's going to do it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cliff, let everyone know where they can find you online. So you guys can find me on linktree.com forward slash the underscore red dog 85 because that's where I put all my stuff to include (laughs) nerds. Of the roundtable, which the podcast and the YouTube channel are in the link tree as well. So it's a three count podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, the works. If you think you can find my social media platform, there you'll probably have it. You guys can also catch me on 
Uh, Call of Duty Warzone, pretty much every night from like 10 to 12. Ice in the veins at me, because, you know, I'll definitely find you. Or uh, you can find it under the underscore red dog 85 as well. So Nice. Very nice. Uh, Cliff, uh, not Cliff, Swag, can we link, can we put his link tree in the description? Yeah, we can All make right. that happen. We'll put that in the description for you guys. Uh, Swag, let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, you guys can come over to YouTube, uh, Mr. Swagtastic. Uh, <laughs> we're back to doing The Sims, uh, which was an interesting return. Uh, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> There was a there was a two parter. There was a teaser which was pretty. That turned out really well, considering it was supposed to be a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the the punchline to that joke uh, is in the very beginning of that the recent episode that was uploaded. So yeah, go check that out if you're interested at all. Uh, definitely gonna try and record some zombies. Uh, hopefully that can. Hopefully I can edit that stuff together. Uh, if not, I'll probably just end up live-streaming it. Um, but yeah, uh, tons of content coming your way. Uh, and if I end up slowing down like I have been recently, just you know, go to the playlist section. There's tons of stuff to look at there. Uh, yeah, come hang out. It's a good time. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Swagtastic on YouTube. Go check it out. It's always a good time. Uh, I am, of course, Antonio Padilla. You can find me on all social media. It's, at, it's either at Tron Pilgrim or at Tron Pilgrim 87. You'll know which one is me. Uh, you can like Nerds of the Roundtable on Facebook, facebook.com slash Table. You can follow us on Twitter at RealNerds underscore. Remember to like this video, subscribe. I'll wait. You subscribed yet? I got all day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, uh, leave a comment down below, and remember, you can always find Nerds of the Roundtable on anchor.fm slash nerds, as well as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere podcasts are available, and that's going to do it for us today. Join us next time, ladies and gentlemen, same nerd time, same nerd channel. Good night, folks. Cue the outro!